1: Tyre Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia
0: vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 2047 on SENSA Breakfast Uh Before the end of the show today, you would have just heard it in the news with John Brick, um, the sports added to the games over the next yes. couple of years are worth discussing and we will cricket standing out but flag football is the one which raises a few eyebrows <laughs> i think we'll talk about that very soon um 1300 736 is our number thanks to TIE power get your free five minute safety check on the gold coast good morning to you tony goodbye boys how
1: are you Yeah, great
0: time Hey, um, I was just listening to you regarding the uh, that West Coast coach. And I just feel like at the moment, because we're still in the infant stage of AFLW and the, the discrepancy between the top and bottom teams are so large that it's the perfect opportunity to actually trial using a promotion relegation system with a short season until the competition levels out and then go back to the north.
1: Mm, yeah, look, I... When you, as you started that sentence, exactly my mind went to where you were headed with that. Look, it's not a, it's not a uh, disastrous uh, idea. The only trouble is, if you've got 18 teams, what's that? You play, there's nine in each uh, division or area, zone, and you play eight games. So at the moment, they're playing 10. So there's a little bit of a crossover I know that I know the players, the players desperately want their season to be longer. So and I can absolutely sympathise with them. They do a pre season that goes for three months and play ten games. And so I, I just feel like the sooner we get the longer season the better. And maybe there is some consideration or when you look at there is some consideration. When you look at the teams they've played, they haven't played this is West Coast to a bottom, they haven't played a side that's above seventh on the ladder. And they've played the 12th, 13th, 15th and 16th side. So there is some consideration that has been given. Um, but it's going to take a little time to get that competition even. But ha- the men's competition's is 100 years old and they've got mm. crappy teams like West Coast too who are hardly winning a game and North Melbourne who have won, you know, five games out of 50 in the last couple of years. So I'm, I don't know, not sure.
0: Tony, thank you for your call. You also would have heard in the news, Mark Bickley, the story about the forty million dollars super yacht owned by Clive Palmer running aground off the coast of Singapore. Yes, um, there were reports whether he was on it or not. And no, no, <laughs> That's no, no, no. I haven't said anything. What I'm saying is the, um, I in the news it suggested that we weren't sure whether. Clive was on it or not, but a text has just come through from paul zero four two seven one five four one double six. It says they refl- reflated Clive's boat by lifting him off. <laughs> That's not great. No, I, I don't think so. I didn't write it, mate. No. I'm just here to say if you send a message or call, we'll yes. read it out. Okay. Um, do you want to get into our sports update, please? There's a lot of sport to talk Whoa. about. Uh, hey, give me your view on these uh, these Olympic Games sports. So, Um, The ones that have been added and given the green light, five sports, including cricket and flag football, were included in the 2028 Los Angeles games on Monday after gaining the approval of the IOC. Lacrosse, squash and baseball slash softball has been proposed by LA Games organizers. So Mm. your initial thoughts.
1: My initial thoughts are that they have to be widely played across the world Mm -hmm. and For mine, cricket's more of a Commonwealth sport, isn't it?
0: Yes, it it is.
1: Slowly infiltrating the rest of the world. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that. You need to have a think
0: about the reasons why they're doing this, though. So, uh, and you know who was really, really good at breaking this down? Our very own Hutchie on the Sounding Board podcast. I had a good listen to this. Okay,
1: well, give us the the three-minute version.
0: No, I can give you the 30-second version. Okay. So, uh, India, at this point, doesn't have a huge interest in the games. Hmm. They're not overly successful, but I think the fastest-growing population in the world, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Over a billion people.
0: So, to bring cricket the T20 format into the games is certainly going to create some hype for the Indian fans who are going to be watching the games mm-hmm. if India okay. are competing. Yeah. Then in 2032, it's going to have a domestic game in Australia being played in Queensland, which also shows the reason why flag football is so big in the States when the games will go to Los Angeles in 28, I think, um, where that has some sort of connection back to their native games.
1: Mm. But I just well once again the the almighty dollar is ruling. But yes, what's the national sport of China? Let, let's pick a sport that's a little bit obscure in China. Let's call—I I don't know whether sumo wrestling still popular in China. But China have
0: got over a billion, table tennis.
1: Yeah, well, China have got over a billion people. Why don't we do something that you know is only played in China just to just to appease them? It, <laughs> it's just this, this is the thing people get. Sumo
0: wrestling is also Japanese.
1: Is it? Yeah, well, that's why I said. Probably probably wasn't right, Um, but this is why people are cynical about the games, and I think the games has been diluted, bringing in tennis, bringing in skateboarding, and other types uh, of sports that really aren't the traditional ones. I I think is just. um, I know they'll say we're trying to capture the uh, the younger demographic, but I think they're eroding. Everyone I, yeah. I just don't think anyone's really enamored by the Olympic Games like they used to be. The world in my in my childhood growing up the world stopped for 14 days when the Olympics was on. you just had to be in front of a TV watching it now it's a bit passe.
0: Uh, a text coming in on 0427 154 166. The thing is, with the AFL men's comp, it's that on any given weekend, a top team can get beaten by the bottom team, which was shown this year with Hawthorne beating Collingwood, Brisbane, um, etc. Now, let's get into our sports update. There's a lot of sport to talk about, Big. Yes, indeed. Let's start with uh, uh,
1: the Australian cricket team. Man of the match, Adam Zampa, has played through back spasms in a five wicket defeat of Sri Lanka that breathed life into Australia's ailing World Cup campaign. The win gives Australia some room to move after they dropped their first two matches and risked risked crashing out of contention for the knockout stage with another loss. Things didn't always come easy for Australia. They lost the toss. They struggled to contain the openers for Sri Lanka. Uh, Pereira made 78, uh, Nasanka 61 during a 125-run opening partnership. But then... The man, Adam Zamper, came uh, to the fore. He took four wickets. And, uh, of course, Mitch Marsh. Who else was in there? Um, Josh Inglis, a career-best one-day international knock of 58 from 59 balls, consolidated his position in the side. So the Aussies are back in a bit of form.
0: We'll speak to uh, Barrett Sunderason just before 7 o'clock about that, who is all over Mm. the Men's World Cup.
1: Now, a bold bid to rescue the 2026 Commonwealth Games and salvage Australia's reputation has been revealed by the Gold Coast. Three months after Victoria quit as host, citing a cost blowout, Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate unveiled plans to hold a streamlined... 2026 games for $700 million. Mr. Tate met on Monday with Commonwealth Games Australia CEO, Craig Phillips and Commonwealth Games Federation partner, uh, direct partners, director, Michael Bushell ahead of what is expected to be an official pitch in November. What do you think of that?
0: Mm, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I think.
1: It was there in 2018 and it's going to be back there in 2026.
0: It's going to cost a, a lot of money, $700 isn't
1: it? million. Dollars.
0: Mm. And for, for what?
1: So this is what I would say. If you love it that much, Queensland and the Gold Coast, you fund it yourself. I'm not all that enamoured with federal funding. So my taxpayer dollars going towards yeah. the Commonwealth Games when we've spent a whole heap up there recently and we're spending another whole heap up there for 2032, which is going to be the uh, Olympic Games. So... Um, but if they've got all the infrastructure there, $700 million still sounds like a lot of money. If you can fund it yourself through the fact that you're going to generate a whole heap of tourism and, and people coming to the Gold Coast and, and to the state of Queensland, then good on
0: you. It's a good call, Mark Bickley. Let's talk some footy stuff before we get to Barat Sunder Racing. Um, Our Tuesday wash-up is going to be at seven o'clock with the five things you learned from the weekend. Paramount Browns, the scrap metal people, give us some footy stuff, Bix, because trade wraps up tomorrow night.
1: Yes, indeed. AFL premiers Collingwood have secured a key trade target with the the arrival of Lockie Schulz from Fremantle, uh, who have also agreed to a deal to send Liam Henry to St Kilda. So St Kilda, uh, sorry, Fremantle have lost Schultz and Henry. Schultz goes to uh, Collingwood, Liam Henry to St. Kilda. The Magpies gave up pick 34 in this year's draft and a future first-round selection. That's next year. So most people think Collingwood will finish, what, one to four next year? So we're talking a pick between 15 and 18 and pick 34. So when you add those up, that's the equivalent. It's around pick seven or eight in the draft, which... Lockie Schultz, I think, is a really good player. But is he that good? You know, Isaac Rankin went for five in, you know, in the trade period.
0: Also, the question needs to be asked of what's going on at Fremantle because over the past three years, they've lost a lot of players who have just wanted to walk out of the club.
1: Mm. It's interesting. I, I think West Coast go down the path of, if we can, recruit local players. Mm. Uh, all these guys, Schultz wants to get back to Melbourne. I'm not sure about Liam Henry. But they've also brought some players in over that period. They've they, they've brought in Luke Jackson, uh, amongst others. So it's not like it's just one way traffic. Rory Lobb came and went. Uh, who else has? There's been a couple in the last couple of years. Adam
0: Chera left over the past couple of seasons. Hmm.
1: Victorian lad.
0: Yeah. So then that that must then change their mentality when it comes to recruiting if they can't hold on to players hmm. that are drafted over there. Which again ask the question of harley reed and what happens when west coast decides to decide what they're going to do with the draft
1: mm. but if you own if you limit yourself just to that so they wouldn't it, Fremantle wouldn't have ever taken matthew pavlich uh mm. west coast would never have taken shannon hearn there's or, always an anomalies though rory sloan travis
0: boke ollie wines all of those those players but mm. still taylor walker there's the other side of the people that uh, walking out and, and going home because they can and it's easy to now.
1: Yeah, but also it's it's a dual edged sword. Think of all the players from Adelaide, for example. So Adelaide have to, everyone's spoken about all the players that have left Adelaide. What are all the players that have come back? Mm-hmm. So Dawson, Rankin, Jacobs, Scott Thompson, Nathan Bassett. There's, over the journey, there's been so many players that have that have come back. It's a it's just a, it's a common thing. Players at some stage will feel the, the need or the want or the desire to return to a, a place where they feel really comfortable around people that they love. It's not unusual. It's like people who travel overseas, work overseas or work in the state, they often want to come home when the time is right. So football's no different.
0: I think the spotlight should be on Frio next year. Results on the field and mm. what they're doing.
1: Well, considering they won a couple of finals the yeah. year before, finished fifth and then they dropped right away last year. So... Justin Longmuir, he will feel the heat, I think.
0: Definitely. It's 12 minutes to 7 on SENSA. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. And a huge thanks to DT and the whole team, Morn Team Kia, for family cars at Port Adelaide. We will continue to talk about the trade with Adam Cooney. Uh, Just uh, after 7.30 this morning, um, Scout Recycling Centre, 11 locations across South Australia. We also will speak to Big Source Jacobs, the man you just mentioned there, Mark Bickley, and next, to get a full wrap of the Aussies who had a dominant win just against Sri Lanka overnight at the ICC Men's Cricket World Cup right Sunder